Hello, everybody, and welcome to Filterless, the podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about, however the fuck we want to talk about it. My name is Cat or Catatonic, if you come from YouTube, and this episode we are not joined by Ace because unfortunately he has passed on to the afterlife, oh. and his position has been given to um, none other than Ven. Yeah, I'm totally Ace now. He's absolutely yeah. He's not dead. He's fine, uh, but I'm here instead. And he's not. He's not dead. Not dead. Just sick. Yes. <laughs> And for (laughs) for this episode being the first episode of October, we thought it would only be fitting to bring to you that episode we teased in the first one, um, Paranormal Activities with Luna. Oh, ghosts. (laughs) Ghosts and scary shit. Spoopy time, spoopy time. So, yes, like I said, we do have... um, some ghost stories to tell you but these aren't ones that we've made up to tell around the campfire these are ones that we have had happen to us in real life Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um before we go any further i would like to say that we do have an email uh filterlesstopics at gmail.com you can go ahead and send us topics reviews um curse us out if you feel like it whatever you want to do send through the email we will check it and by we i mean ace will harass me to check it if i forget I guess you could also technically review us on Apple Podcasts as well. If you do, we will read your review on the show. Um, so how's everyone doing today? I'm good. I started another run of Baldur's Gate without actually finishing it. I finished it once. <laughs> and I've So I started it once and I was shit. So I got through the first act and then I restarted it and played that one all the way through. And then I started another run, and I played that one halfway through, and then I got bored. So now I'm doing a Dark Urge run. Oh my god, me and Baldur's Gate are in a tense relationship. I'm playing it like an hour at a time right now, because every time- I'm in Act 3, and every time I boot it up, I'm like, Oh, something bad's happening. <laughs> Please, save me. Yeah, I'm I, the hero. I, I, that, there was a boss fight I couldn't win, and I actually cried, because I couldn't fucking beat this damn boss. <laughs> I have episode. yet I have yet I have yet to get Baldur's Gate because I'm broke <laughs> and I have technical problems with um Wi-Fi at the moment. But yeah, it's it's on the list. I'll eventually get it. It's not like it's going anywhere. It, yeah, honestly, the popularity will be going somewhere. I doubt that. Not anytime soon. <laughs> not not games, with that hot ass elf. Oh God, Hysterian. God, my that baby man. boy. <laughs> well, speaking of games, I did start playing um, Cult of the Lamb again recently. Oh, that's a good one. Um, people who watch watch my old streams or was there for the old streams. I used to play Cult of the Lamb a lot, but then I stopped playing multi- uh, single player games. So I've been playing Cult of the Lamb again on my off time. That's a nice one to get back into because I've realized I'm actually pretty damn good at those video games because I'm kind of getting my ass handed to me. But then again, it's a boss battle. So that's one of the few games boss battles in that game are hard. That's one of the few games where I've gone back and played it again in a harder difficulty. I usually start video games in the easy mode. And then if I play through it and had fun, I'll go back and try it on a harder difficulty. And I did that with Cult of the Lamb. That's how good it was. I typically play them on normal mode and then when i'm like hey this game's hard easy mode yeah no i'm a bitch baby i start on easy 
Yeah, I tried to one of the games story that... mode and then slowly work up. Yeah. <laughs> one of one of the games that this is relevant because it's uh, technically a scary game, quote unquote. It it's it's an SCP game. It's called SCP Secret Files. I beat that game on stream, and it was like a four act game. It only had like four different levels, and two of the four were actually scary. Um, one of them uh, was the the toaster scp and then the other one was here be dragons so they weren't scary they were just like very nice ones i'm part of their discord and they've been teasing other acts to the game other scps to explore um so once i get everything figured out i think i might update that game and get the dlc and play some of that too because that game was phenomenal the first act was um oh sorry there was five acts technically because one of them was like a tutorial kind of like this is how you're actually going to be playing through this game but then the next one was um what was the name of it the i don't remember the name of the scp itself like the the number but the scp was the hanged man the hanged king's tragedy scp so there was a bunch of mannequins in that one and really tapped into my fear of how much i actually despise mannequins and how much they scare me Oh, Noted. there was. I will be sure to put that in D and D. There. Oh no! Please don't. <laughs> at this mall that I used to go to uh, before I moved out here, there was in this jewelry store. It wasn't quite a mannequin. It was like a cutout of a of a woman that they would project a image of a woman onto, so she could like talk and shit. It scared the shit out of me every time nope. I walked past it. No. Nope. No. Nope. Every goddamn time, I wasn't expecting it, and it moved, and I scared the shit out of me. See, mannequins in, like, um, stores don't bug me. The ones that bug me are the ones, like, they don't have faces, and they're not, like, the the ones that are, like, oh, we're putting it in storage, so they don't have any, like, display on them. The ones that are just essentially, quote-unquote, naked mannequins, those ones terrify me, because they, they... They just look wrong. Like, it's it's off. It's not something you're used to, especially ones that don't have faces. Yeah. All right. There's a guy out here in my city that has a whole backyard in the, in our downtown area near some haunted train tracks of mannequins. <laughs> like, blank, no clothes, empty face mannequins, just so people can see them and get scared. That's awful. He's, Absolutely awful. He's a crazy man. <laughs> Speaking of scary stuff... I think it's Luna's turn. Luna's going to tell us the first story. Oh, no. Before that, we're going to... Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a thoroughly disturbing fun fact oh, yes. that kind of uh, segues from mannequins. This isn't necessarily a fun fact. I found this thing. This is a... I'm going to read this to you. Um, It's awful. There is an island of dolls, and it's one of the world's, uh, one of the most haunted places in the world. It's a small, this small island south of, of Mexico City is a frightening place. Perched and nailed, well, perched and nailed onto the island's trees are little dolls that are said to be housed by the spirit of a little girl. According to the legend, the island's caretaker found a girl who had drowned in mysterious circumstances. The caretaker discovered a doll floating in the water, which he hung on the tree to appease the drowned girl's spirit. And it showed pictures, and it's more than one doll, and they, they're all over the place. 
and I shit myself. <laughs> All of those dolls come from the swamp. So, like, he yes. will find dolls just washed up on shore, and he has to hang them up. Because the girl, the little girl tells him to. So it's not just like, appease the spirit. She's actively haunting him and cursing him with nightmares. It's awful. Like, <laughs> um... Fucked up child. <laughs> what, what a spot to go for a honeymoon. Anyways. <laughs> no! <laughs> Speaking of scary things, um, onto the topic. which, as we said, was times we've been haunted or just paranormal activities in general, things that have happened to you. Mm-hmm. And to start off, we're going to start with Luna. Go ahead and tell us your first story. So <laughs> this first one actually happened, um, I think, like a month ago. I Oh. Yeah, <laughs> a month ago. Uh, to this day, me and my family are still trying to figure out what the hell was in my driveway. So I was... I was out late with friends. Uh, we were drinking, drinking, <laughs> um, and I was like on the way home, and I stopped at Taco Bell, got some food, forgot I also bought Starbucks, so I had like way too many drinks in my car. Uh, when I got home, I grabbed as much as I could, went inside, and in my head I was like, shit, I'll remember the Baja Blast, I'll come back and get it. Um, I was inside for like 10 blast. minutes. Before I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't just have a fucking blah, like a Baja Blast in my fucking car at night. When I opened the door, my mom was like sitting in the living room and I was like having an active conversation with her. Opened the door, took one step out, looked in the driveway and there was this figure. It was about like two feet, maybe shorter. Uh, really skinny. I would say maybe only like a few inches skinny. It was a silhouette. And when I saw it, I can see it had, like, this weird... It looked like shoulders, almost. And you can see that it turned to look back at me. Complete silhouette, no idea what it was. When it, like, lifted its arms up, it only had, like, spared feathers. Like, every now and again, there was, like, a feather or two. And I was like, okay, can't be an owl. Those things are huge. And not that skinny. And don't have shoulders. So I stared at it. And it started to turn a little more, and I was like, fuck that shit, went inside, closed the door, and was like, oh, hey, mom. So we were talking about getting, like, my dad, because we live in Texas, so, like, shooty-shooty kind of thing. Um, And I was like, I... Yeah, let's shoot the demon. (laughs) My my drunk ass was like, my Baja Blast is in the car, though. And I opened the door again, looked out, and uh, something I forgot to mention is that it was actively ripping apart something in my driveway. Like, I can hear... I I go hunting, and I clean my own animals. Uh, So I know the sounds of tearing flesh. So I could hear that. Like, that was what scared me the most, and why I wanted to get my dad involved. Um, So when I opened again, like, the door again to look, it was just empty driveway, and I was like, I'm drunk. Maybe I'm just too drunk. Like, whatever. Uh, slowly went to my car, keeping, like, an eye out. The moment I got to the edge of my driveway and was, like, opening the car door, I grabbed the Baja Blast, stood up, slammed the door shut, and when I looked out, like, over my car into the road, it was standing in the road and broke into a full sprint. And I 
booked it back inside, slammed the door shut. I like sat in my foyer and I was like almost on the verge of tears as my family was like, well, maybe you're just drunk. And I was just like, there's something in the fucking driveway. Like someone look outside. So I said if there was blood, that means it was an animal because I definitely heard the sounds of like something being eaten. Uh, when I went to work for the next morning, nothing was in the driveway. There was no signs of like something being torn apart in my driveway. And I was like, oh, okay, that's a little spooky, man. Um, and I'm still scared to go in my front yard at night. <clears throat> Can't look outside windows. It's a terrible eye. That could just very much be just like schizophrenic drunk hallucinations. But also, I wouldn't be surprised if shit like that exists. If, like, if I'm not me, one of those. Like, if I was drunk, I I wouldn't have driven home, because I would have had I this would have been like, uh, this is my limit. I'm gonna sleep on my friend's couch and I'll just go to work in the morning, and like be a little late. I drove home. I was like, I'm sober enough to get home. The only thing was that I ended up getting Taco Bell and Starbucks because we have one that closes at like 11 nearby. So it wasn't even that late. It was like 11 p.m. When I went back to my car, it was, like, 11.30. So, like, it wasn't that late either. Demons. No. Demons. That's a no thank you for me. Yeah, that's a no thank you for me. (laughs) We're naming him one day. I said Billy. Everyone else said no. (laughs) Don't. I mean, that sounds like... That sounds like a, a creepypasta type thing. Don't name the demons. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Names oh, hold powerful the things. Let's show. I'm a fae creature. They'll be a demon creature. See what happens. <laughs> um, so my turn. See, this is significantly less scary. This happened when we had just recently moved into the house I'm currently living in, and I was younger, and I used to have this lofted bed, so I didn't see anything. It was just sounds. Already, kind of a new house. It's like one of those like uncomfortable type of things, like. This isn't this is my bed that I'm sleeping in, but this isn't my room type of thing. I don't know if that's a phenomenon that happens with other people. Oh yeah. That might yeah. just be um that might just be a cat thing, but it was weird. And like maybe like nine or ten o'clock at night, I hear just just like pounding across my floor. My recording picked it up. I seriously doubt my headphones did. But just like pounding across my floor. And I look over my bed, because like I said, I have like this lofted bed. Um, and my shoes, which I had put directly next to my door, I vividly remember putting them directly next to my door, were in the center of my room. And it scared the shit out of me. Little kid cat, like, hid under the blankets because that's supposed to do something. The weirdest part about this is the fact that I never once remember turning my light on, but I remember being able to actually see it. So it could have just very much been little kid imagination. But at the same time, I know 110% for a fact, I put my shoes by the door and I heard something pounding across my floor and then they were directly in the middle of my room. It was horrible. (laughs) Like I, I am thoroughly convinced this house is haunted. I think most places are. It's almost well, like no. we're all okay. built on an ancient Indian burial ground. All of America. So, I don't... We had a D&D session last night. So, Luna, I don't remember <laughs> if you heard... Remember, I don't remember if you 
remember me saying this, but last night at around, ex- not even around, at exactly 11.45, there was someone pounding at my door. I, I but remember I looked outside. hearing the pounding and then you being like, hold on, I uh-huh. think someone's like at my door. And then no, like you came back and was like, I guess it's nothing. Oh, no, I didn't leave my room. I actually went to go shut my door and lock oh. it and then grab my Bowie knife because I looked out my window and there was no one there. And my dogs were losing their shit. But there was no one at my door. The worst part about it is I was the only one home. <laughs> like, I was at home with headphones on because I was playing D&D. I didn't have headphones on, but at home by myself and there was pounding at my door for at least like five or ten minutes. But there was no one at the door. It was awful. Yeah, haunted house. At one point in time, I I saw like a couple walking, which I thought was weird because it was 12 o'clock at night and there was two people walking just on the sidewalk. So maybe they just have bad sleep schedule like me. Maybe they weren't actually there. I don't know. But last night was kind of scary. (laughs) It sounds like it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ven, moving on to you. Okay, so these stories I didn't experience directly because I was like one and two at the time, but they've been passed down for a while and they're pretty fun. So the very first apartment that my family lived in right after I was born, um, in the hallway there was a access point up into like the crawl space in the attic, um, and directly underneath that access point, the ghost hung out. She would generally just hang out in the hallway. Just there was a ghost that just hung out there. Um <laughs> and there was one time that I guess my aunt who was pregnant with my cousin at the time was sitting was babysitting me and she got really pissy with my mom when she came home was like, Why didn't you tell me there's a ghost in your hallway? And my mom's like, What what do you mean? She's like, I ran through her on my way to throw up Oh no. <laughs> this is like an actual yeah, thing. Like a ghost. An apparition. Yeah, she ran through her on the way to the bathroom to throw up because she was like nine months pregnant. <laughs> That's actually really funny though. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh another time that so my obviously my that family knew the house was haunted and the ghost was there. And there was one time that they were they went out and walked the dog and were try and were go- coming back home. And the dog wouldn't come in the house, and my mom was so sure that she was the dog was freaking out because of the ghost, and was like, you know, oh, no, she won't come inside. Her leash was stuck on the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> Damn, poor dog. Yeah, it was not the ghost that time, but yeah, she would. The ghost would apparently um, come into the bedroom and look over my mom's shoulder at me when she was like changing me and stuff, and my mom would tell have to tell her to fuck off because she was fine. She didn't need the ghost's help changing my diaper. It's a, a malevolent ghost. Yeah, she never did anything bad. She just and my mom never got the courage to go up in the attic and see it was up there that the ghost was so insistent about standing underneath the attic door. I mean, I wouldn't either. I would I would say no to that one. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not so I'm not gonna say I don't believe in ghosts, but these Okay, so I have three stories on here. In reality, I have actually four stories, but that is it. I only have four stories, not counting the person pounding at my door. That is all I have. I have four stories, that is it. I've never had any other sort of 
paranormal activity happen to me. So I'm not going to say they don't exist. I'm just going to say they haven't fucked with me. Yeah. And like I said, that's a, those are obviously I was two. So I don't remember the ghost in any detail at all. Yeah. But that's the stories that have always been told to me about the the ghost that lived in that first apartment. Maybe my white hat. I mean, at least it was a white. chill ghost. I have too many stories. <laughs> Maybe my white half is a little too white. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm. I'm just sitting here like, mm, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not saying like that's a. It's necessarily a problem. I'm just saying, me personally, I have never had any sort of one-on-one experience. I've heard that I've had experience with ghosts. But similar to what Ven said, it's nothing that, like, I remember. So, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're just not fucking with me for some reason. I also just have shit memory from ADHD and depression, so I probably have forgotten several pretty good stories. There's there's some things that you don't forget, and I feel like ghost stories should be, is for me, would classify as one of them. Like I also have an absolute dog shit memory. Oh fuck! I just remember. But I don't think I'm ever gonna. F- I remembered some. I remembered another one. You want to go ahead and t- tell that one before we go on to the I guess. next one, I or you want to say? Don't it? know if it really counts as a ghost story. It's more of a super uh, F- a UFO story. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> um. Okay, I guess I'm just adding this one in here because I don't really remember better to put it. So there was a. Uh, I grew up on a ranch. I, I know Kat knows this. I don't. I haven't had a chance to talk to Luna before. I grew up on a ranch. I grew up on three acres. Um, so of course, one of the fun things to do with your friends when you have property is to camp out like a couple thousand feet from your house. Familiar with that? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have a ranch. It's great. Yeah, you just you throw a tent and get a couple friends, and so we did that anyway. Me and a couple of friends, we had camped out because it was summer and it was nice. Um, woke up in the morning, and those are sent. Those are two words that I would never associate together: summer and nice. <laughs> anyway so we got up and we were you know climbing out of our tent all nice and neat looked to the horizon and there was the only way i can describe it is it looked like a satellite but there's no fucking way you should have been able to see the solar panels on a goddamn satellite from earth yeah um sometimes if it was close yeah satellites are I'm not saying it's not um, a UFO. I'm like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just like, sometimes you can see a satellite, a satellite, the solar panels, if it's close enough. I I believe you, but in my memory anyway, it was much bigger than it would have been if you could just see it. So, but yeah, it was like uh, the youngest of my youngest friend was freaking out the most. And we were like, no, it's just, it's totally just a satellite. It's nothing. Let's go inside. Let's go (laughs) Let's just completely (laughs) disregard what just happened. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) My, my father's been having, um, my whole family, honestly, the, my ranch recently, when we go out there, um, every, every, like one night of the weekend we'll go, uh, everyone who's there has a huge, like UFO experience and we're not sure what's going on. Uh, because it's military airspace, so nothing's allowed to fly besides military stuff. But what they're seeing out there is almost as if it's like light effect drones. 
and they're making like weird shapes and like moving in weird ways before just completely vanishing. It's summer. It might and be it... ball lightning. <laughs> no, it it's like it it does like my dad ball has a lightning. Yeah, it's a thing. That's my something I haven't heard. Has... No, I've I Sorry. Um my my dad has like a video and it's like some weird shit, man. Yeah, that's cool. This so this story is the story in my life, right? Um, Uh-oh. It's the story that no one can explain. I remember I tell it to a lot of people, and I remember my grandma once, uh, like, when I told it to her, she was like, well, I don't know, like, maybe maybe it's like a guardian angel. And she's, my, my grandma's very Catholic. Um, born and raised in, like, South Texas. She's Mexican. Her whole family's Mexican, so they were, like, devout Catholic, right? Um, so she was like, it has to have been a guardian angel because the way I told the story to her was like, she was like, I can't deny it. Like, that's creepy shit. <laughs> um, everyone in my family is still trying, like, they tried to ignore it at this point because this would mean that there's something in my closet. And <laughs> oh. when I was 12, I woke up to my whole neighborhood, uh, at, because we we're a big dog neighborhood. All the dogs are barking. It was annoying. It was fall, almost winter. Um, I, I, it was a school night, and it was like during the time of my life, before the depression fully clicked, like kicked in. Um, uh, this is a turning point, actually. So like it's the night before the like the depression kicks in, um, and I was super annoyed because I, I would sleep like eight to ten hours a night. And I remember getting up and, like, I'm about to go and open, like, the window to see, like, what the hell is getting all the dogs in the neighborhood upset. Like, even my dog from the other room was barking. And I, like, as I'm about to, like, go and grab at the window, which is just above my bed, I hear, like, a voice say stop. And I do. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I look over and there's, like, this shadowy figure of, like, a guy. Like, maybe... I would say, like, teenage to maybe early 20s. Because, like, I can see the face in my head. Um, and I remember just staring at him and being like, nah, fuck this shit. Like, something, something's wrong. Um, but I was still, like, half asleep, so I was like, like, what? Like, I pick up my pillow and I just chuck it at him. Like, I'm not dealing with any of this bullshit. At that point, I was like, I'm just gonna go back to bed. Um, but the dog started getting angrier. And my dog started, like, freaking out. He was whining. He wanted to go outside. He didn't like being in here. Um, and so I go to grab the window again. And, like, the guy in my closet just goes, no, don't look outside. Look at me. And I look over. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And I, like, the moment who, I start looking over, I start falling asleep again. And it was, like, a weird, it, it was weird. I Like, to this day, I think I was just really tired. Um, but I, like, I uh-huh. can vividly remember his face and I can remember him like holding my pillow. Like it didn't hit him. He just like caught it. And as I was like going back to bed, he was like, it, don't look outside. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I fell asleep and I woke up the next day, like with my pillow, like on my chest, like just placed on my bed. And I remember like sitting up and like everything kicked back into me. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, someone was in my room last night. And I, I share my room with a sibling. And I remember, like, 
going to my parents and like asking them about it. My mom's like, yeah, the dog was just upset. Um, not really sure what was going on. Like no one was in your room. There was no way anyone went into your room. I, I was in the living room all night. And I was just like, then who the fuck is in my, like my, to this day, my dogs, any dog I've had refuses to go near my closet. Um, I can't, like, if my closet's left open, which nowadays it usually is, I can't look directly at it at night, like, in the dark. So, like, I have certain lights that stay on near it, just so that it's not fully dark, like, darkened, and it, it sometimes is very comforting, but other times just, I, like, you can tell when the energy shifts, and I don't want to be anywhere near my closet. That's... That's great. Was there, like, do you know if there was something outside? Never looked outside. Uh, I can't yeah, so... look outside at night. I, it's one of my biggest fears now. I, I, I get terrified if I look at a window at nighttime without the blinds down. That's creepy. Yeah, it started a whole phobia. <laughs> like, I can't look outside at night. <laughs> I, like, I if mean, I open I've the had door, things. I can look outside, but I can't look through a window. I've had things that start phobias for me. I have, um, this is a spoiler for one of the episodes I think we're supposed to do coming up, but one of the spoil, uh, spoilers, <laughs> one of the phobias that I have, I'm just, I, I, there's a name for it, but I chalk it up to just a phobia of quote unquote, the unknown, the fear of the unknown. Um, I can't open doors at nighttime. Like, oh. It's like a paralyzing fe- like fear of I cannot open doors. I can't open blinds. Like the curtains in my bedroom. Um I opened them last night cuz of the the whole pounding at my door thing, but I kid you not like my blood was running cold through like it's a genuine paralyzing fear. And it's only sometimes. Like similar to what I'm I'm assuming like what you said it, the energy change um it's that just sometimes I can't open a door and i don't know why there was one time i got up and went to the bathroom and um shut the door behind me and then i washed my hand flush toilet washed my hands and then just stood in my bathroom because i couldn't open the door so it's it's a genuine i don't know what started this phobia but probably the watching of scary games when i know that i'm a little bitch baby but yeah i can't open doors it's wild when you feel the energy shift in something because like i said i can stay like my desk sits next to my closet door and my closet is currently open i'm in arm's reach of everything in my closet um but like one moment it becomes like not like you're just not thinking about the space at all and when the energy does shift and it does shift you can, it suddenly feels uncomfortable. Like, you're suddenly hyper aware of something being nearby, and you're just like, no, this is, this feels wrong, but you can't pinpoint why. And it's one of those things where I can't look away once my closet shifts. Yeah, it's not like, um, it's not like, hey, that's evil. It's just, hey, that's uncomfortable. For, like, for me, one of the things, like, I don't know why I do this to myself, but when I was around my brother's age and growing up, more recently I've been allowed to do this, but I used to not be allowed to shut my door for whatever reason. My parents are just like that. Um, but 
so I would sleep with my door open. And so it's become just habit of me not shutting my door when I go to bed. Mainly because I have a cat in here and I really don't feel like shutting her into my room because her litter box is in the bathroom. But I'll show you guys a picture after the recording and then I might send it to Ace or whoever edits this episode. My closet, or my, not my closet, my hallway is just pitch black. And my bed is in front of my door. So I see into this pitch black hallway. And there's some days where it's that that paralyzing fear of, I'm going to die. Something is going to turn the corner into my hallway, and I'm going to die. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, my, my house makes me uncomfortable. Well, my, and my, I, uh, my grandmother said you should never have your bed face the door. That's bad. That's bad luck. Bad juju. It well, the there's nowhere else. Through. Well, there's nowhere else for me to put my bed. So, <laughs> just screwed to the bad luck. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I could technically put it where my desk is, but then my my bed would be in front of a window. So, my bedroom's kind of a little messed up. My when I had the lofted bed, it used to be um against the wall where my desk is now. Because I would be able to put stuff underneath of it. But no, my bed's kind of stuck where it is because I don't have a um, anywhere else in my room to put it. The room was not shaped with good vibes in mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So many rooms aren't. <laughs> yeah. I, it. It's just, a, like I said, I'll show you guys what it looks like. But it's probably one of the most uncomfortable things I've had to deal with is sleeping. Which probably attributes to my uh, crippling um, insomnia. Yeah, not having a good, comfortable place to sleep will do that. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that was Luna. Oh, up to me. Perfect. Yeah. So this one didn't happen in my house. This is another one of those very few memories. Um, I actually like the name of this one. This one's called The Purring Shadow. This is a very, like, benevolent ghost story. Um, also, could just be me being tired, but I don't remember being tired. We went to my grandma's house, and on my dad's side of the family, she lives in Kansas. And our family was staying in the basement, which has two bedrooms. No, it has a bedroom and two bathrooms, and then, like, a living room area... And then more of like a family room. The living room is kind of like a kitchen, has a family room, and then has another room off to the side. And I remember sleeping in the the living room kitchen area. And very, very vivid um, just vision of this shadow walking across the room. And at first I was scared because there's a shadow walking across the room. But then it like looked at me with like these bright yellow eyes and came up and laid on my chest and it was like a shadow of a cat. And it was specifically, this is very important to the story, it was specifically a cat with no tail. And the reason why this is important is I went to bed because I didn't get any sort of I'm in danger type of vibes. And I woke up the next morning and 
just like an offhand mention to my grandma. I'm like, did you, you had cats, right? And she goes, yeah, I had, I think she said three cats. And then she listed them and one of them name was Stumpy <laughs> because he had no tail. And he Aww. died in the basement. Aww. <laughs> so. It was cute and then it wasn't. <laughs> Stumpy haunts the basement. Well, well, yeah, Stumpy haunts the basement. And he's he's a chill little ghost cat. He, he's pretty chill. Also, that could have just been me being super tired. But like I said, I don't remember being tired. I was wide awake. So, yeah. Also, that basement's terrifying because there's no windows in it and. I live in Florida. I don't have basements, so I don't really experience this. But when something has no windows, even when something does have windows and they're covered, like my bedroom, light still seeps in. Basements are pitch black. Yep. Mm. And Uh, for a little while, at the bottom of the stairs of this basement was this stuffed rabbit that was literally, you look at it and go, hell no, and then go back up the stairs. (laughs) Yeah, p- so, pure darkness, though. Like, I've visited the Carlsbad Caverns, which are a really deep, really big cave system. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they do, like, two different times when you're on the tour there is they turn off all the lights. That is the most dark anything has ever been. That's when I feel this. Yeah, so... Best, which is probably the edgiest thing I can say. <laughs> <laughs> um, There was... It was in Texas... There's a cave system. I don't remember the name of the cave Probably system. Probably the Carlsbad Caverns. It's, it's the cave where Markiplier recorded the one of the endings from A Heist with Markiplier. The Indiana Jones parody ending. I'm not sure, but the Carlsbad um, Caverns are in Texas. So The reason I say that is because I was in the cave and I turned to my um, my cousin. I'm like, this cave feels familiar. and And they go, right? Yeah, I feel the same thing. And I went... It looks like the cave that Markiplier recorded a heist with Markiplier in. She goes, oh, you're right. It does. And then we looked it up afterwards and it was. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. But that one, they did the same thing where they turned the lights off and you're like, oh, oh, this is very uncomfortable. The really funny thing. I don't feel good. The funny thing is when they tell you to wave your hand in front of your face and some people can see their hand in front of their face, even though there's physically no way to see it. Yeah, it's not... That's not a very comfortable darkness. They also said that, like, that type of darkness can literally drive you crazy. I'm not surprised. Like, yeah. Because then you start seeing things. Mm -hmm. Your brain starts making shit up. Yeah, Yeah. it's... I don't fuck with darkness. I love darkness. (laughs) Okay. Well, my next story doesn't (laughs) have anything to do with darkness, unfortunately. But <laughs> uh, oh, that's scary now. <laughs> so, um, I know it's not very scary either. Uh, but when I was, I think it was, I think I was ten. Um, so we moved. So like I said, we we lived in the we lived on a ranch. We moved out there. My family moved, and my grandma, my grandpa, and my two cousins who they were raising also moved out to this. So we shared a three acre piece of property. Um, my grandpa, when I was about ten, got cancer and passed away. Um, and after that, the house was definitely haunted. Uh, people would, uh, yeah, especially you'd get footsteps down the down the hallway occasionally. Um, 
and there were several times growing up where I could have sworn I saw my grandpa like out of the corner of my eye. There was one time I was walking toward the barn to feed the goats and I could have sworn there was somebody standing in the doorway looking in at the goats and when I got a little bit closer it was gone. This he's he's just watching over. Yeah, he's just, just I'm checking. I'm tired on. of this, Grandpa. Let's do that. What? <laughs> the the holes. holes. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done digging, Papa. That's too damn bad. <laughs> there was a uh, so we we he got he my grandma chose to cremate him and we buried the ashes underneath the tree because you know that's supposed to be good for the tree. This salty motherfucker. He was a sailor. He killed two trees the two neighboring trees were just dead damn and one of them was one of the native trees which was a red just more of a shrub it's a red shank uh you cannot kill those fucking things you can cut them off at the ground and they will grow back and he fucking killed it (laughs) see like like i said i don't other than the cat i've never really had experience with um actual hauntings uh, like I, I apparently i've had said experiences like you can ask my grandma you can ask my mom they have had experiences involving me yeah. but i've never had any sorts of like i actually see the thing other than maybe the cat if it actually existed yeah well the seeing thing like i said it was sort of at the corner of my eye it's like you glance out of the corner of your eye it's like oh hey grandpa wait there's no grandpa <laughs> My grandma. Oh, hey, house, Grandpa. Uh... My grandmother's house. Uh, they moved in my great grandfather because, unfortunately, he was uh, he lost his wife. He needed like assistance, and uh, they needed him to be somewhere. He was already really old, and they didn't think he was gonna last long anyway. Uh, so they <laughs> took care of him in like their garage. They set up like a little room for him there, and when he passed. Uh, it was very obvious that something changed in that house because me and my cousins, after all of my aunts and uncles moved out, my dad included, uh, when we would hang out there, we would see like a very particular shadow with like a very particular type of hat that he would always wear. This like it, not like a fedora, but one of those like. Bowl cap kind of thing where it was like a bowl mm-hmm. with like a rim on it kind of hats and it was just always uh, uh, in the windows always the bowler, like the yeah, bowler, yeah, hat. bowler hats uh always just looking through and watching us and we would just be like there he is um he became violent so <laughs> we don't own that house anymore it picked up my cousin slammed him against the wall started throwing things across the house yeah we don't have that house anymore and <laughs> he got mad get out my fucking house <laughs> not his house either we were the one my grandma built that house <laughs> nah this is my house now motherfuckers <laughs> pretty much hope that new family who bought it hope they're okay <laughs> <laughs> you look in the news oh oh they're dead Aww, mysterious grandma. circumstances great grandma. mysterious circumstances my ass yeah <laughs> they <would> know <laughs> My my mom and grandma actually had a priest out a couple of times trying to bless that house to try to get because there, there there was sort of two aspects to the haunting I that they that everyone else experienced. I, I mean I experienced it a little bit too. There was the, the way that they described it was that when he when my grandpa left he opened the door and didn't close it behind him, 
so there was other shit leaking through that wasn't particularly friendly. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was one time my grandma had gotten a new puppy and I wanted to, you know, hang out with I wanted to spend the first night with the new puppy so she wasn't lonely and scared I left partway through the night because I woke up in terror and was just scared shitless and just left I was like nope fuck that shit evil ghost fuck off I'm done sorry puppy you're being abandoned to the ghosts you are a sacrifice (laughs) but yeah nobody liked hanging out in that house they all hung out at our house yeah yeah like like even though said this several times already i've never had experiences but i respect like if if a ghost were to be like hey i'm here now i'd be like we chill i I won't bother you won't fuck with you if you don't fuck with me we chill we could be friends i try so i i have i have respect but yeah mainly because it could probably fuck my shit up it was mostly just like bad vibes in that house it's most w- what everyone experienced, and yeah, they they had a priest out a few times trying to bless it, and it never worked. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we talked about getting that's a, a no priest. thank you on my part. We were like, we should get a priest, and then we all kind of awkwardly looked at each other and went, "But that's our great grandfather!" Like, <laughs> aw, <laughs> we're gonna fucking exercise my great grandfather. Sorry, Grandpa, you're Damn. too scary. Yes. <laughs> no, nah, we left him. Sorry, Grandpa, you better get those fucking. Jumping Jackson. <laughs> nah, he stayed. Hopefully, he's not as violent with them. <laughs> Hopefully. So, is that your last story? You got another one? Oh, shoot. I do have another one. Um, well, <laughs> this this is definitely the scariest, and it's not mine. It's my grandfather's. Uh, <laughs> one of the... Sp- the one who died? No, uh, not the one who died. Not my... My great-grandfather was the one who wants the house. My grandfather, uh, my he's still alive, and he is a man who rarely shows much emotion, um, but he... So when would, he does, you know shit's real. Yeah, and this is one of those things where he doesn't show fear, specifically. Uh, like, he will... He's paranoid, but he will not show the fear part. So when he came and would tell this story and he would look genuinely terrified, we all knew, like, this is this is wild. Um, my family used to own a lot of land. Like, not directly. It was definitely a long time ago, like maybe 100 years ago, if not more. They owned a lot of land. And one of the land that kind of got bought up was a land of an old fort where a battle was fought at. Uh, And if you know anything about Texas history, Texas battles between Texas and Mexico were not friendly things, Um, especially if it involved any kind of Native Americans who lived in the area as well, especially if they got dragged into it. It was always very tragic. And this fort was one of the places where a lot of people died at. Um, It got cleaned up. People were sent off to their families to be buried because there wasn't really a good town nearby at that time for, like, a cemetery to be put up. Um, it <laughs> That fort then became a, like, a hot spring hotel or a natural spring hotel because there was a really nice natural spring nearby. Um, and then it just that became, like, a museum. 
Yes, go in the spring with ghosts. But later it became a museum. Uh, that was part of the house of the people who owned it. So the people who own that property now opened up the museum for part of the old fort. And then they had their house like attached, like built attached. Um, but when my grandfather went to hang out with this family member, uh, they were like, hey, do you want to sleep in the house that we're building? It's a little janky. It, it, like There might be like scorpions and stuff who get in. Um, if you're not comfortable doing that, we don't have a roof. You can always sleep in the fort. And my grandfather went, oh, fuck that. I, I want a roof over my head. I want a bed. I don't want to wake up with scorpions in my bed. So he slept in the fort. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> dumbass motherfucker uh, went to bed. And he said that he woke up and didn't open his eyes at first. Because the first thing he heard was like chains being dragged around. And he was like, oh, it's just my cousin. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's just my cousin trying to be like a like a little shit because I made fun of the fact that his house has no roof at the moment. Like, it's just him being a bitch. Uh, so he, like, rolled over, was ignoring it, and the chains, like, continued and got closer. And then they just stopped. Like, all sound stopped. And my grandfather's like, I'm going to open my eyes. My cousin's going to be there, and I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. And when he did... He said, like, the way he described it uh, to my family was that he felt his blood run cold and he thought he was going to die in that moment. Uh, the hairs on, like, the back of his neck, up his arms, just kind of slowly, like, prickled up. He had, like, goosebumps all over the place. He was freezing because the person who was in front of him was a man who very much looked like... Uh, uh, he said it looked kind of like rotting like he was alive but he had like these injuries and this like decay to him that looked wrong he looked injured uh and sickly and also just angry not not because he's mad at something just that he was like annoyed angry which my grandfather's like that's not the type of anger you want to see and he was wearing this, like, makeshift militia uniform. Like, it wasn't so much a soldier uniform, just something that someone threw together. So you can see, like, the belts. Um, you can see that it had some sort of, like, insignia. He said that he had chains around, like, his wrists. Like, it, like big, those old school, like, buckles with the chains on them. Shackles. And he was just staring down, like almost squatted down, staring directly at my grandfather's face. And my grandfather said he didn't know what to do in that moment, so he just stayed there, uh, staring. And eventually my grandfather got like exhausted from like the staring contest with the ghost and just passed out. And when he woke up in the morning, like obviously he was gone. But he said there was like a moment where while he was like f drifting off to sleep and he was like, no, like this is going to be the end of me. He said that even as his eyes closed, that he felt this man just, like, he would feel, like, this cold breath on his face the whole time. Until he was just out. That's awful. So, remember when I said that, well, I said two things. Remember when I said I was gonna show you the hallway? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, also, remember when I said I can't open doors? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not opening my door tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you could send it later. Uh. That's only one story that's <laughs> happened to my family out there. 
Uh, we all want to go out there because if my grandfather says he saw something, he does. My grandfather doesn't lie. Uh, so we're like, oh man, we all want to go see what this fucking ghost is gonna do. Uh, so we all talked about going out there. Uh, at one point, my uncle uh, went out and stayed the night with his with his then fiance, now wife. And they slept. Uh, then fiance, in- now ex. This is white people shit. <laughs> the ghost. It's thing. funny because they're all Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you think it would be? Well, he's Mexican, and then my his fiance was white. But it was my uncle's idea to sleep in the barn of all things instead of like the house or the, um, or like the fort because he was like, well, let's see what the fuck happens in the barn. Mm-hmm. And he said that the barn was in, like not completed. And he said that all night he just heard walking on the roof of the barn. like, And it was like one of those tin roof barns. So we were like, well, do you think it was an animal? <laughs> yeah, we were like, do you think it was like an animal? And he's like, well, it's a t- it's one of those tall garage barns, you know? Um, so there's not, there's no need to be on top of there. It, it's a, it's like a roof. It's just a roof barn. So there's no ladder to get up there. The animal who would be making heavy footsteps like that would have had to, one, climb up and just walk around and then climb down. And if it was a bird, you would hear, like, the talons or, like, you would hear little pitter-patters. So both my... You would hear scrapes, not footsteps. Yeah, scrapes, not footsteps, not thumps. Um, And my uncle says he, like, swears that you can, like, you can see on the roof where there's, like, dents from someone taking, like, heavy steps. Um, I, I, I don't believe that part because that man has done stupider things for less, but, um, <laughs> but it's definitely one of those things where it lines up to all my cousins still wanting to go out there and just have fun in that haunted little fort. But, uh, unfortunately they're closer to my grandfather than they are to his kids. So it's hard for us to get in contact and be like, Hey, can we sleep in your fort, please? <laughs> That's a weird phone call. I know white people <laughs> shit. A hundred percent. Like I said, I'm half white. And <laughs> when it comes to ghosts, right up in there. Yeah, like, I've been on ghost tours, haven't seen shit and all that. Like, ghost tours because I was dragged along. But also, you're learning about the history of this place, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. But, like, I don't fuck with ghosts. Ghost tours are all just, like, um... It's a tourist trap. So yeah, it's like the scariest stories that you would hear of that place. But that means that the people who are stops on that tour are aware of the kind of stories and signs that they can put up in their own business to make it more attractive. New Orleans, hotspot. <laughs> Yo, New Orleans. I went to New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Oh. And the entire time I was there. The entire time, I'm just like, I, I couldn't place it. I don't like being here. This place just feels wrong. That's because a lot of people like, died there, Kat. A yeah, lot. but it's like, it's like this place, like, okay, first of all, um, the first thing we saw when we got out of our car to go to our hotel was not a dead bird or a dying bird, just the wings of a bird. And my grandma's like, yeah, that's some voodoo shit right there. I'm like, you don't say. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the first thing we saw. I'm like, yeah, we're not not fucking with this city. This city make me uncomfortable. I don't want to be here. 
there. Meanwhile, my cousin, the same one that went into the cave and we were talking about the Markiplier stuff, she was eating it up. She loved it. And I'm like, no, 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 fuck this shit. I don't want to be here. I went to several churches in New Orleans because my, like I said, a lot of my family is like Catholic. Um, And there's a lot of Catholic churches just in the area. And I remember our hotel was right next door to one. Uh, our hotel itself was just a Holiday Inn on a corner, and right next door was an old Catholic church. And I could not, for the life of me, pass that church without feeling, one, uncomfortable, but two, breaking into a sneezing fit. Like, I couldn't stop <laughs> sneezing until we were on a different block. And another pepper ch- big church is that, like, I think it's that, that big Jackson Square one that has, like, the real creepy graveyard in the back. It's on, like, all of their, like, half of their merch. Um, I, I, the moment I get past the fence, I'll break into another sneezing fit. But, like, everywhere else in the city, I was fine. Are you allergic to ghosts? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, it was specifically the churches in New Orleans that kept on making me break into sneezing fits. And it was, like, one of my, I was always so mad because I was like, oh, I hate sneezing. And my family's just like, are you okay? Like, this is genuinely concerning. (laughs) Allergic to bad vibes. (laughs) <laughs> ah, the ye old pepper ghost. <laughs> oh, all okay, moving words. on. <laughs> well, I just punched my microphone. Cat's last story. Um, so my last story, like I said, this happened a couple days ago. So I was on the um on the phone with my girlfriend, and I think it was like, so my mom had woken me up because she needed me to do something. So I had woken up at like six o'clock. And then I went back to sleep and then woke up at around eight or nine. And when I woke up, um, my mom had left. So I did the thing she wanted me to do. And then she left uh, to go to work. And about like 30 minutes passed. So maybe maybe it was like around eight o'clock when I went to sleep again and woke up at around nine. I was only asleep for a little bit. But while I was sleeping, my girlfriend... Uh, I fell asleep on call with her and she said when I had woken up, she goes, are you home alone? And I went, yeah. She goes, there was someone telling you to wake up like right next to your phone, like a feminine voice telling you to wake up and it was saying your name. I'm like, huh? She goes, yes, it was saying, cat, you need to wake up. Obviously not. My actual name, not Cat, but I'm like, yeah, I'm the only one here. And she goes, it was, I'm dead serious. I heard, I'm not joking with you. I'm like, that's, that's horrifying. And she goes, yeah. Are you sure you're home alone? And I went, yeah. Mom left to go to work. That's why I went back to sleep. She goes, yeah, there was most definitely someone telling you to wake up for at least an hour. Yikes. Persistent. So maybe. Maybe, maybe. Well, th- so I don't dream, typically. So this was also one of the days where I was actually dreaming. So was it correlating? I don't know. But yeah, it was, um, that was, I, I woke up and was like, you're, you're joking, right? And she goes, no, I'm dead serious. I'm like, oh, that's, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Well, at least yeah, hopefully stayed. it was like a, huh? At least your girlfriend stayed to be like, man, I hope, I hope it's okay. 
<laughs> I hope he's not dead. Well, I'm also thinking like since you told about the uh the dude in your closet, it's like maybe it's just like a malevolent like just chilling to make sure I'm okay. <laughs> dude in my closet's an Oh, asshole. so like I said okay. He is? Uh... Dude, he protected you from what was outside of the window. It's one of those things where, like, yeah, every now and again, it's like, dude in the closet's just like, yeah, everything's gonna be okay. And then the other time, he's like, I'm gonna throw your bookshelf down. And you're just like, hey, hey, I need that. You didn't forget about me, did you? Yeah. Boom! How about now, bitch? But, nerd. Like I said, I don't... I don't fuck with ghosts. And... That was genuinely terrifying. Anyways, <laughs> so the time I then the last story name is wild. <laughs> the Winchester Mansion. Yeah, that's a scary place. Yeah, so I've been to the Winchester Mansion. It's cool as shit, really. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, the Winchester rifle was obviously a very popular, and I think it still is a very popular gun. Um, and the wife of the man who invented the Winchester rifle outlived him. And was very wealthy because the Winchester rifle did so well. But she went a bit crazy in the years after her husband died and began being haunted by all the people who were killed by the Winchester rifles. And through seances and various meetings with the ghosts came to the conclusion that she would have to continue construction on their mansion forever basically if she stopped construction on the mansion the ghosts would kill her so she just kept building and building in nonsense ways because that's what the ghosts were telling her to do so and i've been there it's fucking weird there's doorways that lead to nowhere or just to the outside there's stairways that lead nowhere it's also just because it was haphazard and not pre-planned there's just hallways that there's like one area where there's a channel in the middle of the house that goes like straight down all the way up to the sky and there's like stairwells that wrap around it. It's weird. Um, but of course it's a tourist attraction so a lot of the main areas that they show you the energies have been kind of wiped out from people passing through them so much. Um, but if you like look into the deeper rooms it it's the guy there's bad vibes in there. Scary. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Telling ghost stories, nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I <laughs> thoroughly scared. This is my this is my shit. I watch those ghost vi like videos all the time. Last night I was watching the Watchers nonstop. Oh, it's this is my vibe. Oh man, have you listened to the Magnus Archives? No, but like it's on my list. Oh god, but it's I hear so that good. It's a lot. <laughs> it's so good. I used to watch um, SCP stuff before bed, and it would always be like the wholesome SCPs, <laughs> like Bullet Cat or uh, the Tickle Monster, or um, what was the other one? The 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 Tube Monster or the Pipe Monster, or whatever. The kid that's made out of cardboard, and like all these other ones that are more benevolent kind of they'd be classified as safe or they're just um they're they're not necessarily horror stories and then every once in a while um i'll stumble across one that's like yeah so this is the scariest scp ever i'm like yeah i'll watch it and then halfway through i'm like it's 12 o'clock at night why did i watch this one 
But uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm a little titty baby. <laughs> what what happened at the mansion? Um, eventually she died, but and the mansion was never finished. Was the idea because obviously if she's finished the mansion, it was a it would be bad. So she never stopped building up until her death. She continued construction. When I went there, like I said, I didn't really experience much. There's not a lot of historical hauntings really there. Um, some people have seen her around, and when I was there, it was just. A lot of the energies in the main hallways you walk through had been wiped out from so many people passing through it. But deeper in the house, if you like looked into the rooms, yeah, it was there was stuff in there that you didn't want to mess with. Did you go in any of the creepier rooms, or did you just look in? The thing, like, oh, fuck they, that. Yeah, well, they've got like roped off walk with like a pathway through the house that you're allowed to walk in, and you're not allowed to go in deeper into the rooms themselves. So you can like look into them. They're like. You don't want to go. In <laughs> yeah, this it's room, like, but I do. No, you don't. Yeah, it's like don't. Yes, it's just it's just spooky. One of the weirder spots was sort of this like covered walkway area where it was just there weren't a lot of people walking around down there, um, and it was it was definitely creepy under there. The house was cool. Like I said the house was really cool, but didn't get haunted while we were there. But it was it was a really it's a really cool place. Are you sure she just wasn't insane? I mean, potentially. That's nothing. I think... Like, yeah, I'm being haunted. Ma'am, you have, like, the worst case of schizophrenia I have ever seen in my entire life. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, that's... I think one of the uh, funny start, like, parts of that story is that she was told by, like, a median, I believe, to build... Yeah, I think you're right. ...nonstop. But then she contacted the ghosts and were like, hey, ghost, what should I do? Like, how should I keep you away? Don't listen to the ghosts. What the fuck's wrong with you? She would, I think, she would disappear, like, into her seance room or wherever she was doing and then just, and then come back with the plans to give to her builders and be like, here, build this nonsense. And they were just like, fine, you're paying for it. Um, There was at one point during the construction when one of the towers collapsed and apparently it was like a big deal and construction stopped for a while. The ghosts. That's horrifying. <laughs> they found a way in. They knocked the tower down. The construction stopped. Construction can't stop or she gets dead. Yeah. I wonder if she did something during that time then. Like, I wonder if she, like, started building something stupid, like, herself, just to, like, just to keep it going. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, I haven't. <laughs> it's just, it's like a pile of bookshelves with nails sticking out of it. <laughs> <laughs> there also is, I don't, I didn't speak they pointed a few of them out but they're the number 13 is all over that house like there's 13 peg hooks on the wall for hats and there's 13 towel bars or there's 13 window panes and just thir- speaking of s- timeout speaking of 13 fun fact this is the 13th filterless episode <laughs> there's a friday the, the 13th in october so too bad. this year <gasps> really yeah <laughs> god i love 13 I've got a few uh, Friday the 13th uh, tattoos. I I need to go do that. I have a place in mind, but I don't think... Like, my, my tattoo artist uh, sometimes does, thir- like, Friday the 13th tattoos. He's just scared of me at the moment, so <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out. I have no tattoos. I've been working with this guy for a while because his wife is my piercer. Uh, so... <laughs> He he's scared that something's gonna happen if I get tattooed, so we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. I mean, you've had you've spontaneously burst into flames, but that was God's doing. So 
God wanted me dead. <laughs> oh, I don't know if man. you listened to that episode, Fan, did you? Um, I listened to part of it. I don't think I got to that story. Yeah, so long story short, Luna lit on fire because uh, they said something along the lines of God can strike me down if I'm wrong <laughs> at church. <laughs> oh, I no, yeah, I did. Black I, Butler. <laughs> I did hear that. I did. I remember that story now. Yeah, I did hear that one. I was talking about Sebastian from Black Butler, mm-hmm. and I was saying how he's hot, how hot he was. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "God can strike me down if I'm wrong." <laughs> and then I combusted. Um, yeah, I'm not one of those people that like, I don't believe in superstition. Blah, blah, blah. And then shit happens, and I'm like, "But what if it does exist?" Like, the whole wake-up situation that happened, that was horrifying. And that happened, like, three days ago. <laughs> I made a so, habit to walk around my house, and, uh, because I have, I have something in my house. I don't know what. Besides a closet guy, there's something else. And it got to the point where it was so bad that I have now a cross and, like, a little holy medallion above my door. Because there was something in my hallway and I remember I was hanging out with my dog and like my dog perked up on my bed and he was like staring down the hall. And I was like, oh, I don't want to like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. I don't care if my sibling's making food in the kitchen. Like we're going to bed. And then you just hear the gnarliest person growl. And I sat up. Yeah, the door I, is staying shut tonight. I got pissed. I thought it was my sibling just trying to scare me. And so I called out to them, and I was like, yo, stop being a bitch. And they came up, and like I heard them move from the kitchen. And they're like, what? And, uh, and I, I, like, at that moment, I was like, oh. And like I, I sat up, and I stared into an empty hallway. And it was just like, oh, shit, they're not there. And like at that same time of that realization, I just started hearing like heavy panting. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Um, so I ran through it, uh, because I was not going to stay trapped in a room. So I was like, well, risk it for the biscuit. And I ran through the hallway into the kitchen. I, this isn't my story. This is actually Markiplier's story. He had this, um, situation where I don't even think he understand, like knows what happens uh, from what I, from the story that he's told, it sounded as if. To this day, he might not still know what hap- what happened, but he was in his recording office and he had called out for his girlfriend, or Amy said something to him, and he responded, and she responded back from the kitchen, even though she very clearly said something, called out his name from their bedroom. So he went, he was in the doorway of the bedroom and went, oh, "Did you say something?" And then she called from the kitchen what he wanted for lunch. Yeah, I've heard him tell that. And. Line. Yeah, so it's possible shit exists. I ain't fucking with it. Ghosts have my 100% respect. (laughs) I'm scared to say otherwise in my house. Well, yeah, with how haunted it sounds like it is. I could say otherwise in my grandma's house. What am my great-grandfather going to (laughs) do? Nothing. Little bitch baby, he can't do shit to me. I have the last name. My cousin could have friends. (laughs) We, We think the reason my cousin... My cousin bought... Uh, my grandma's house for my grandma uh or like rented it rather so he technically even though he is a boy of the family he doesn't have the family last name because uh 
his mom was of the family, so he took his dad's name. So uh, when he moved into the house, we think the reason our great-grandfather's spirit got so mad was because the name was not our last name. It was not the family name. Uh, and that's why he got thrown out of bed, picked up, and slammed against the wall and held there. <laughs> Strong but, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, his girlfriend like woke up and thought he was just standing there. And she was like, man, he's so tall today. And then went back to sleep. <laughs> she was like, huh, he seems taller. And went back. And he was like there against the wall like, please help me. <laughs> Dang. Well, that yeah, was a lot fine. of stories. I think we're going to have to start rec- I think we're going to have to start recording these uh, Halloween filterless episodes um, in the day. Because, um, yeah, that door's staying shut. I can't open that door. Just open the door and say, hey, yo, I respect you, but you gotta respect me too, bitch. They re- they like that. I'm not calling the ghost a bitch. I call my ghost a bitch all the time. He's fine. He, he respects it. What, the one that snarled at you? Yeah. I, I open, like, I open my door, right? And after, like, I calmed down and that scariness went away, I went into my room and went, like, hey, yo, like, listen here, motherfucker. This is my area. You can do whatever the fuck you want in the hallway. But you better be a little respectful bastard. <laughs> and I'll say it again! My door's open. <laughs> yeah, I just I just texted Ace. Like I'm ge- <laughs> he asked how the recording's going. I will go, I'm genuinely frightened and explain the hallway, and then he sends a picture of two glowing eyes in a hallway. <laughs> and I went, dude, stop! Probably one of the cats. <laughs> Just open the door no. and be like, "Hey." <laughs> no, it was a, it, it, no that I can't open the door. That's the thing. It's not like a I don't want to. It's an I can't. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, like, but yes, that that is all of the stories. <laughs> better, better close it. That is all of the. Better. I just punched my microphone again. Better close out this episode so Cat can go piss himself in his bed and try not to sleep. I already pissed myself. <laughs> mm, then you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, better open anyways. that door. <laughs> I'm just a guest. Yeah, you literally, you look up, um, so we got Instagram, we got Filterless Podcast, Twitter, we got Filterless PC, TikTok, the Filterless Podcast. Um, Also, like I said in the beginning, we do have a Gmail that you can send us reviews. If you don't have Apple products, you can send us reviews there. Um, The email is technically supposed to be used so we can gather topics and potential guests from the viewers and listeners at home and that is filterlesstopics at gmail.com you can find me over on twitch and youtube at dr catatonic um you can also uh, ace isn't here i'm gonna shout out for him you can find ace over on twitch and twitch twitter and instagram at ace of shame and ven you got places got things you want to shout out i mean the only thing i guess same as last time the only thing i really do is write a butt ton of fan fiction on ao3 it's uh, same username of oh, domesticated opossum there i'm currently maybe kind of working on a podcast so we'll see if that goes anywhere nice. mm. podcast ao3 sorry that's <laughs> my thing <laughs> yes and luna where can they find more luna content if they want that other than episode one uh, you can find me, uh, Luna Wither is my username. You can find me on, uh, Instagram, Twitch, uh, fucking 
X or whatever Elon Musk is calling it nowadays. Uh, it's TikTok. Twitter. Nobody's calling it X. <laughs> he wants to so bad. He won't give it up. Uh, you can find me on TikTok. It's Luna Wither or it's Luna Wither Alt. I tend to be more active on my alt. Um, and I try to stream on Mondays. I, I'm, I'm just a very casual person. I <laughs> do what I want to do and I just hang out with people more times. I'm a guest. Their star. streams are their their streams are pretty dope. Go check them out. I I descend into um, madness. So now it is <laughs> a lot of times. It's a character, I guess. Hopefully. <laughs> um. But yeah, that this has been filterless. Everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you guys next time. Oh no, Ace isn't here. Oh, quick! Someone say the line. I don't remember what it is. Go fuck yourselves, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's so weird saying it. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>